Hey, this is Craigan from Heathen, and you're watching CMS TV. All right. Well, we were talking about uh, relationships earlier in the show, especially yours with your yeah. marriages and your escapism with your music videos and your sure. music s stars. Mm -hmm. uh, so you and I are kind of way out of the, the dating pool, as it were. We, 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 you and I don't date. No, not at all. You know, we're, we're beyond that. I mean, we, we have our significant chicks that we hang out with periodically mm -hmm. and that's good enough. It's like, we, we don't go, oh man, what's on plenty of fish. What's on, no. uh, what's on, uh, you know, whatever. No, I can't even remember the last time I used a dating app. It, yeah, it was yeah. all the way back to probably. 2013 or so yeah i mean after you got divorced you talked about being on plenty of fish yeah and that was a disaster yeah and but you tried it and you went out with a few chicks and mm -hmm. you know you, most of them were just a disaster yeah well yeah <laughs> and and it's always been my thought i i've never never done anything like that because mm -hmm. Uh, if if I meet a chick, it's if, if I like her, I like her. If I don't, I don't. Right. Mm -hmm. You know. So I've had opportunities, and I've met chicks along the way, and you know, being involved with this show and being involved with, you know, people in the music industry has not hurt the situation. Sure. But most of them, it's just a wreck. It's a mm -hmm. It's just like, ugh, I I'm not even going to bother with it. Yeah. Uh, so there's there's terms that are being used out there in the dating world. Okay. <laughs> that I don't even know if you're aware of it because typically because you're at home and you spend a lot of time on the interweb and you do social media and you do websites and all these other things you probably come across these type of things. Okay. Have you heard the terms as far as dating is concerned? Bread crumbing and paper clipping. No and no. Okay. So so you're not even in on the loop on these. No. Well, I'm out of the dating world, so yeah, well, I'm totally again, out of this. But just out of just being on the internet. Yeah, they no. have seen or heard the term. I, I was not aware of any of this. No, I, and I don't even know if people actually use this. If these are just buzzwords that th this particular article picked up on, but uh, that's a thing. Apparently, it wasn't bread crumbing and what paper I clipping? Paper clipping. Yeah, I don't know what either of those are. I don't. I didn't know either. Uh, what you're about to soft launch your situation until this beige flag. See, there was the other thing that came up what almost 20 years ago. That's a red flag. That's a red. When, when did you ever hear that term? When was the first time you ever heard that? Well, your, your dislike for this or that is a red flag. What, 10 years ago, maybe, at the most? Was it 10 years only? Maybe. You think it's older than that? I well, know. I remember hearing Red Flag probably around 2008. Mm -hmm. That could very well be. I don't know. I never kept track. <laughs> well, I didn't either, but, but that was when these type of terms were popping up. Sure. It's like, well, I went out with so-and-so, and they exhibited this type of behavior, and that's mm -hmm. a big red flag for me. Yeah. I, see, I, I, I tend to avoid all of that shit. Oh, I the, do, too. That, I mean, it's they, breaking the internet. That's another stupid one. Um, you know, all that, you know, got to take this to 100. Yeah, all that shit. It's like, what is this shit? Stop it. <laughs> Well, here's another one. I think this is a gaming thing that I that I've heard recently. Okay. 
and I and again, I think this has to do with some kind of gaming or whatever. Just take the L. Oh yeah, I've heard that a lot lately. When, when did this? When did this become a thing? Um, same time as they started proclaiming everybody as the goat, which isn't, isn't that long ago. Five, ten years ago, ten Has years ago, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it it started in broadcasts. It started in the NFL taking oh, the L. Okay, see, I did, I wasn't aware of that, but but I've been hearing that more often now. Oh yeah, well now it's now it's related to anything. Is oh, did you pass that guy in the street? No, nah, I took the L. You know, I I I lost at passing this guy dry. I mean, it's all stupid. Same with the goat thing. How many goats are there? Last I knew. We grew up thinking a goat was a bad thing. Remember that when we when we yeah. were growing up, we when we were growing up, if you said that guy was the goat, that was like, oh my god, he sucks. He's not good enough to be on the team. Now the goat is the greatest of all time. It's like, okay, stupid. Yeah. So I, I've been hearing that recently more okay. often than I've heard before. Just sure. L. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, I didn't know that was an NFL thing, but I thought it was like maybe something from like Call of Duty or some gaming thing, or maybe it's probably better than taking the N <laughs> or Grand Theft Auto, yeah, or or GTO as it's known, GTO mm. man, yeah, GTA. Oh, that's right, GTA. <laughs> Unless you're spelling auto like auto, yeah, exactly. You're right about that. <laughs> So, so at what what is the level that uh, Grand Theft Auto is at now? What 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 is the version they're at now? Are they coming up on six? Maybe I don't. Is I it, I can honestly say I've never played it. Yeah. See again, the the, the the gamers and everything. It's just all this, you know. What do you want to call tech speak, internet speak, whatever, whatever you want to call mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Their 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 current version is five, and they're going to release six it looks like here gta 5 that's been around for a decade since right? 2013 yeah yeah a decade but i don't see any gta 6s that are out yet, yet so all right gta 6 release date let's see if there's a release date gta 6 is, is due in 2025 so it's still a little ways off Wow, so it took 12 years to get another version out? Apparently so. Can you imagine trying to make that in today's woke fucking world? Holy <laughs> shit. I guess every criminal's got to be a white guy, and you, you just fucking beat them to death, right? Sure, of course. Can't have any black guys being criminals in this game. No Swedes. No rules about robbing. I mean, what can you do? Robbing is normal now. What could you do bad in that game? <laughs> no idea. All right. Well, getting back to this. Okay. Uh, were you about to soft launch your situationship situationship? Oh, boy. Until his beige flags gave you the ick? Or do you have no idea what we're talking about? I was gonna say, what language are you speaking here? Well, we're we're speaking dating online dating language, apparently. Okay. In the latter is the case, you're not alone. TikTok and other social media sites seem to spawn new viral dating terms and buzzwords every day. It can feel impossible to keep up with them all. So so here's the thing. If you keep up with internet dating buzzwords, I don't even want to know you. Because <laughs> your life is so empty no. that you have not gone out to plant your own flag, as it were. You're just a follower. You're a sheep. You're yeah, no. But, but, dude, you can go out, but if there's nobody else out there, then what are you doing? You're settling. If you're not on, and, and again, I'm not an advocate of, of online dating. It, my experience is straight up terrible at doing it. You know, it's it's awful at doing it. 
But it ain't the old days, man. You you don't go out to a fucking bar anymore and meet people. Well, I I'm aware of that. It's a new age. I get that. I get you gotta that. you gotta kind of if you don't meet somebody at your job, you're really gonna have to go online to meet people. And right. a lot of people want to use the dating apps to screen you out. They use it to screen people, you know, as far as their jobs and their, their income and their, you know, what they look like and, you know, all that shit. They use that now instead of where, when we were coming up, when you go to the bar, you, you hit it off with somebody and then you learn about them as you go. Right. I mean, dude, how many chicks did you meet? How many chicks did you learn about their job after you banged them? More than one. Oh yeah. Plenty. That's what I'm saying. Now, no, now you almost got to come, come, come forth with your W2. Well, in order that, to fucking date. That's funny you asked that or said that because that that uh, link I sent you to Chris Porter. Yeah. He talks about that. He says going out with a chick these days is like going to a job interview. It is. So how much do you earn? Where do you work? Do you have any savings? What kind of a car do you drive? Do you own a house? How big mm-hmm. is your dick? <laughs> and, and it makes it look. And I'm just talking for myself. It makes, even if I pass the test, right. I don't want them. Right. Of course. I don't want, I'm not, you know, I can get a job. I don't need a job. I'd rather just fucking buy pussy because, <laughs> but, but I can't say that to her. You know, she can fucking grill me all day long about, you know, how much money do you make? How much disposable income do you have for me? You know, and that is, I was literally asked that question. How much disposable income would you have if for, for us? She said it for us, but she meant for her. And kid you not, this was on a date. If we start dating regularly, how much disposable income do you have for us? Right. How, how much can you spend on my entertainment? Yeah. I don't know. How many hours can you suck my dick? Right. Can you break that down by a minute, please? So I yeah. can figure out what my fucking cost equivalency is of disposable income to come ratio. Fucking whore. And I just right. was like, she was literally one of those that I paid for it and left. Right. I, I left and just paid for the meal. <laughs> it's like, I'm out of here. Yeah. Yes, this is true, boss metal. Um, Another one that I was out with did ask me. Same exact thing. She said, if we if we start dating seriously, would you buy me this sixteen hundred dollar gun? All right. When we because we went to the range for a yeah, for a for a date. That. I remember that. And she asked me if I would buy her a sixteen hundred on our second date. She's asking me for a sixteen hundred dollar investment in her entertainment. Fuck you. All right, go ahead. Sorry, I got off into a rant. <laughs> That's okay. That's what, this, that's what this was here for. Though many dismiss these dating terms as silly internet-isms, experts have said behaviors like the ones these terms encompass can have major implications for people's mental health. See, that's another thing we're really into these days is the mental health. Oh, yeah. Well, we got to protect everybody now. I'm so sick and tired of the mental health. This comedian I was listening to today, he was talking about people with their quote unquote, their emotional support animals. Right. Sure. And their, their quote unquote, their service animals. Mm-hmm. He goes, remember a time when there were no service animals or emotional support animals? He goes, you could go to a restaurant, get a nice meal, and there would be no dogs. Yeah, <laughs> in, I, in the, that is the, like awful, the by the way. And he goes, then all of a sudden you go to a restaurant, there's like 50 dogs in the restaurant now. And it's just like. Well, why is Lassie in the restaurant? He goes, well, he's my service animal. He goes, well, I remember a time when there was no such thing, but we all seem to be fine. So this leads me to the belief that a bunch of us are lying. <laughs> that, yeah. you, that you need to have this for your, mm-hmm. for your well-being per se. No. Well, dude, what what we've done too with that is, we've just taken off any any limits of 
this is how you act in this space or this is right. how you act in that space. Dude, forget the emotional load animal or whatever we're calling that thing, emotional the service support. animal or whatever. Yes. Emotional support. There are restaurants now that are, it's not about emotional support. It's just about, this is a dog friendly restaurant. Yeah. I, I went to one with Kelly. I didn't know. She was like, she told me that she wanted to go to some fucking restaurant that, that she knew the bartender. Right. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, free drinks are free drinks. I'm in, <laughs> you know, and, and we're getting in the fucking car and she's like, well, we got to take the dogs. We got to take the, dogs. I was like, take the dogs for what? We're going to a fucking restaurant. And, oh no, this is a dog friendly. This uh, is a dog inclusive restaurant. <laughs> it's a dog inclusive restaurant. Holy shit. And we went to this. These are and, my children. Yeah. And we went to this fucking restaurant and. Sure as shit, there was 50 fucking dogs in the place. Oh. What could go wrong? What could go wrong with 50 fucking dogs? You know they're all perfectly well-trained. Well, you you know me well enough after almost 25 years. Would you ever see me go to a place like that? Fuck no. No. The answer is fucking no. That, I'm, going, I, I'm going to a place that has class and has manners and has decent people this is not the walmart of restaurants here yeah this was this was not good i mean it really if it didn't have free drinks i'd have probably passed but the free drinks <laughs> overwhelmed me just just terrible it, it really was I, I won't go back i'll tell you that well, well, why would you dude why would you? you you were just like so blatantly upset that when your ex-wife took off she left you with the dog yeah oh yeah i was not what happy about that dog? dead uh, well how how did it meet its demise it got fleas and we tried our damnedest to kill all the fleas but it, it just fucking ate that dog away so <laughs> i i took that son of a bitch and put it down so you you euthanized the dog it did did you phoebe play, phoebe did you play, did you play the megadeth album <laughs> euthanasia during, during, euthanasia during, during no eyes no but i did nobody wanted to take him i took him right into the fucking vets in here take care of this and they're like do you want to be in this in the room with them no no as a matter of fact i'm leaving could you validate my parking ticket <laughs> pretty much because <laughs> you're Dude. gonna punch, you're gonna punch his ticket in a minute and i'm out of here yeah do do i want the ashes no yeah. I got enough dust in my house. Right. No, I didn't want nothing to do with it. Here, take care of this shit for me. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I. No, that dog died uh, 2015, maybe? All right. So it's almost been 10 years. 10 glorious years. Although That's that dog hard. was easy. I will say, in fairness, that dog was easy. It didn't bark or anything. It was it was an easy dog to deal with. But it's like, but what what am I doing with this dog? Yeah, I hate pets. Why yeah, did I, I have a fucking pet? I didn't want this dog to begin with, but the ex-wife left and left the dog here. She yeah. took all the paintings, but she left the fucking dog. No, that's not. I, I wish I could blame her, but that's not exactly correct on that. This was this was actually my daughter. All right. My daughter had the dog, and then she couldn't take care of the dog because of her job or whatever. And she was, she was abusing it—not abusing it, but not, taking not care taking care of it. So I had to bring it over here so that. It, truth be told, I was more worried about my daughter getting arrested for fucking not taking care of the dog. Right. So I just had her bring it over here, and I took care of the dog, which pained me to no end <laughs> to fucking take care of a fucking dog. Wow, this has been a very revealing show for yeah. you. Not it really has. I'm sharing everything tonight. Not only are you jacking off to uh, Paula Abdul videos, but you're you're showing your your humanitarian side and taking care of a dog you didn't even want. Yeah, well, I didn't. I, I mean, I took care of that dog just because. If that dog would have been a barking dog, though, the best thing about that dog was that dog, when it had to go out, it would bark one time. I'd open the door. It would go. It would just fucking sit at the door and wait till I opened it again to come back in. I mean, it was easy. Sure. If that dog would have been 
any kind of difficult, I would have put it down the day I took it off my daughter. Right. I would have taken it right to the vet and had him stick him in the neck and been done with that shit. <laughs> but because it was easy, I was I was willing to tolerate. You didn't have to unload the judge on the dog. Never even thought about it. Never even pointed it at it. All right. All right. Uh, getting back to the article, uh, no matter if you're in a healthy relationship or coping with getting bread crumbed, mm-hmm. paper clipped, or orbited for the zillionth time, here's a handy guide to the treacherous landscape of modern dating. Okay. What is a situationship? <laughs> situationship. Don't know. Don't really want to know, but go ahead. <laughs> All right. A situationship is a lack of consensus on what a relationship actually is, which usually means an awkward middle ground somewhere between friendship and a committed relationship. For many, a situationship is a unique style of purgatory where they don't know how to define the relationship dynamic. This often means a no-strings-attached dynamic without boundaries or mutual understanding. I will admit I am guilty of that. Okay. Guilty of that. I get that. That's where I'm not really sure about this girl. I really like her, but she's got some things about her that I'm not so sure about. I'll stick with her, but if she fucks up, I'll I'll bail in a second. Mm-hmm. That's a situation ship for me personally. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm in that room now. Now it's like, oh, are you annoying me? I'm out. Bye. <laughs> I got no time for any of that shit anymore. I agree. Though some may find it liberating to remove relationship labels for others not knowing where they stand in a relationship, what they should expect, or where the relationship is heading feels unnerving and painful. Well, that's usually on the girl's side. Mm-hmm. That's Guys don't really give two yeah. shits about that. It's a check. Yeah, of course. Uh, what is relationship shopping? Waste of time? Relationship shopping is dating by a long list of rigid standards that aren't necessary. Uh, Relationship shoppers have a hard time feeling satisfied with the person they are dating. And similar to dating maximizers, constantly wondering if there's someone out there who could be better suited for them. Well, there always is. Yeah. Well, this, this goes back to something, and I've said this on the show before. When I was in my early 20s, uh, when I moved to California and I was married about a year, my boss at the time, we were talking about problems I was having with the marriage. And he goes, just let me tell you something. Just keep this in mind. And I still keep this in mind to this day. It was so impactful for me. He was just like, women are always looking for the better and bigger deal. Oh, yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. Because always regardless if you're married to them or not, they're always looking for the bigger and better deal. Mm-hmm. And I've always kept that in mind, and it's always been true. Just looking for the bigger and better deal. Yeah. And oh, guys are always looking for the easy deal. Yeah. That's why we settle with these bitches that, that we end up hating. Because it's like, oh, this is comfortable. Cool. Good for now. And yeah, then, right. then three years later, we're like, oh, God damn it. What am I doing? <laughs> but but you're not always hunting, though. You're just like, okay, but this is good enough. No, and, dude, with each passing one, you just get less and less willing to hunt. Right. You're just like, why, why am I going to do that again? Why am I going to start over? Dude, just think about this. And, and tell me if I'm wrong on this. Just the thought of going out with somebody you don't know sickens you (laughs) doing that whole thing where you're at a restaurant and she's lying to you about everything about her and you know and and it's all you're you're trying to weed through the lies to get to who who the fuck you're sitting across from Right. right you know 
That is a sickening waste of time. Especially if they don't turn out to be... Like, especially if you go through four or five of them before you find somebody to go on to a second date with. Man, by that fourth or fifth girl, you you almost just want to hand her a sheet and say, here, fill this out and I'll look it over. Yeah. Because you don't want to waste the time. Oh, good. It's great to meet you. No, it's not. Here's an application. Uh, Check all the boxes that apply to you. Yeah. I mean, dude, all the lie. And and, and we do it, too. I don't want to just blame the chicks. We do it, too. We do it from the minute go. Oh, it's so nice to meet you finally. No, it's not. It's not nice to meet you. It'll only be nice to meet you if I decide I want to meet you again. Right. Otherwise, it just wasted a fucking hour and a half of my day and 150 to $250 of my money. Right. Period. No? Yeah, I agree. But, but again, I've never been a conventional dating guy where I just ask a girl I just met. I usually know somebody and I've kind of like run across them several times and then okay. it, the point to where okay i think that uh, maybe you and i could go out yeah but it's never been just like meet someone for the first time it's like hey what are you doing thursday you know it never never been like that you never did the blind dates where somebody set you no, up on something oh no, never did that yeah i've done that that works really well because <laughs> <laughs> not only not only do you have the 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 standard pressure of trying to get to know this bitch but at the same time you can't just be like, all right, I, this ain't, you can't just look at that girl and say, yeah, this isn't working. I'm not feeling this. You know, here's your dinner money. I'm out of here because then you got the pressure. Then going back to your friend, that's going to get a, your fucking friend is an asshole. You know, then you got that. So no matter what, it's double the pain, right? Blind well, dates are the worst. Here's the situation that I've run into Setups. several Good. times over the years. Mm-hmm. So I've met women that, that in my mind, I thought this girl's way out of my league. Okay. And I never, never made any, any attempt to know them or ask them Mm -hmm. out or anything because I was like, yeah, this girl's going to say no, forget it. Sure. Well, that's the thing that they like about you the most is because you don't make any attempt to mm-hmm. ask them up because they're so used to so many guys falling over them because they're very attractive or whatever the case may be. And I'm just like, okay, I know what my level is and that's above my pay grade or that's right. my level. So that's the thing that they like about you. And then what I find out months or even a year or so later is that that girl, why didn't you ever ask me out or I might have known a friend of theirs and say, so-and-so was asking about you the other day. They just sure. wanted to know why you never asked them out. Because if you did, then you would have been a shithead. You'd exactly. have been just trying to bang her. Exactly. So yeah. so that was the whole thing. Well, you know, she kind of really liked you. And I go, I would have never known that. Why well, why I- is it my job only to make that fucking point known? Yeah, because you're the one who needs to be blown out of the water if it if it doesn't work out or yeah. if it, if you get the whole shut down or get turned down. So mm-hmm. like, you know, I just know this is not going to be a good thing. So I'm not even going to bother with it. Yeah, exactly. You know, but then you find out later there's a, they they always wondered why you never asked them out. They were wondering. They were just waiting for you to ask them out. Well, they didn't wonder very hard because it's not hard to figure out if a chick is into you. Exactly. I agree with that. I mean, if a chick is really into you and you kind of blow her off, she'll usually go, oh, well, I heard that you also like fucking Van Halen. Here, Do you have this album? You know, something, just some bullshit to, to make conversation where you kind of get the vibe of, all right, maybe she's a little more into me than I thought. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Chicks stink. <laughs> Uh, you're setting up, you're setting yourself up for not feeling fulfilled and satisfied, satisfied in your dating life. Uh, if you don't know what your end goal looks like, it's hard to know when to stop Mm -hmm. bread. What is bread crumbing? Don't know. 
Uh, breadcrumbing is an act of giving someone just enough attention to keep them interested without exerting much effort or committing. This looks like someone sending you sporadic flirty text, social media interactions, or hints at meeting up without them being specific or following through. When you're about to call it quits or when your interest wanes, the breadcrumber usually offers more crumbs. So they okay. kind of, they keep you, str they string you along as well. Yeah. That's what that is. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, you know, I'll, I'll keep you in my back pocket just in case I need a, yeah. a you know, break class in case of emergency. Mm -hmm. type thing. If it's I need like, a free well, dinner, I can always call you. That's it. It's just mm -hmm. like, well, I know you'll jump at the chance. I know you're interested. I'm really not interested in you. But if I'm free one night and I got nothing going on, I'll I'll give you a call. Yeah, thanks. Thanks a ton. Yep. What is orbiting? Don't know. <laughs> All right. Orbiting can be best described as lingering in someone's online presence as a potential love interest without ever getting close or sticking around after a romantic relationship has ended. The perpetual orbit serves as a reminder of the existence, even if intentions are unclear or they've decided to no longer pursue a romantic connection. This behavior involves a person following, viewing, and engaging with your social media content many fall into this trap of overanalyzing the orbiting beha behavior desperately seeking clues about the other person's feelings however this often ends up being a waste of time and energy yeah it's it's, it's kind of the first step to white knighting yeah exactly yeah pass yeah yeah, I'll stick around, see what you're up to, see if anybody else wants you. If somebody else shows interest, then I'm going to go, oh, well, they, there must be some value there. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and you know what this is? And, you know, you usually say this, but I'll say it. This whole article that you're reading is just another blasphemous moment of social media. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Because because nowhere in here is there any talk about, well, let's get together and figure something out. Nope. It's, it's all, it's, let's do it online. It's all digital. It's, yeah. it's all disposable. There's mm -hmm. no, there's no commitment. There's no, uh, what do you want to call, uh, putting your cards on the table. It's just sort of like, well, it's all peripheral. Mm -hmm. You know, if I decide to, you know, dive in, I'll just stick my toe in the water and maybe see if there's a nibble there, but I'm not really going to, you know, commit to anything you know mm -hmm. that, that's what it is yeah uh, i'm sure that you know uh this term this is something that's been used widely for the last decade or so ghosting oh yeah sure ghosting is when an individual cuts off all contact with someone they're dating without explanation as a result many people are left ruminating on why the other person disappeared Though most may hope the explanation entails a national security level emergency, a new type of dating, amnesia, or an alien abduction, it's more likely rooted in the other person's lack of interest or fizzled attraction. So they just sort of disappear. Yeah. It's like ghosting uh, and blocking, almost the same exact thing. Pretty much the same thing. Yep. What is fubbing? P H U B B I N G. Never heard of that. I never did either. Fubbing is the impolite habit of ignoring those in front of you in favor of your phone. So when you're on a date and you're just having a discussion and they're sitting there going on their Facebook and shit while you're talking to them, it's like, am I so uninteresting that you're, you know, that your social media, your phone is more interested than this conversation we're having here? This is a hard one to register, though, because everybody's always in front of their fucking phone now. Like, everybody's always in front of their fucking phone. Well, I will tell you from personal, my personal thing is that if I'm out with Taylor, especially, mm -hmm. that phone is in my pocket the whole time. Oh, yeah. But the is hers? Time. Well, it she's is. not really a social media no, person. Not at all. Her phone is in her purse. 
Yeah. Our phone. I'm just talking about like what about not not necessarily dating, just going out just to going out for the first time. Yeah. Her phone's still in your pocket, or I would I would not not, not again not dating. I'm just saying you you meet up. Yeah, you meet up and you and you're out at the <laughs> concert or something. Well, me personally, I just think it's kind of um, disrespectful to be mm-hmm. on your phone if you're, you know, ha- having a you know, uh, what do you want to call night you know, out or whatever? Yeah, with somebody, you shouldn't be on your phone. Yeah, because I I just know like even like if if me and in, in a group of friends go to a comedy show, just using yeah. that as an example, the phones are generally on the table. They're not in the pocket. They're on the table because you're right. not allowed to shoot at a comedy. You know, you're not allowed to text or take calls or anything during a comedy show. But like if if we go like to the bar across the street or something after the show, everybody immediately is on their fucking phone. But the, I don't take that as necessarily disrespectful. Yeah, but because you're in a group setting, you're not on a one on one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that I, that is true. I'm just saying, just in general. All I'm saying is, in general, people are accustomed to being on their phone now. This is why I think you're really gonna enjoy that Chris Porter link I sent you today. Okay. Talks about all of all this. this? Yeah. <laughs> the, the the first the minute he starts his comedy show, some lady is on her phone. Oh yeah. Filming it, and he called her out immediately. Of course, you should ask, her, ask everybody not to be on your phone. And what does she do? She's got her phone up and recording immediately. Yeah, bitch. And he talks about that. So that I think you're really this whole t- tonight is gonna ring true for you when you see that special all right all yeah, of, i'll watch it tomorrow all of this is very right in, there. <laughs> right in there uh the port amount for phone and snubbing pubbing or fubbing rather is often uh instinctive and unintentional many people do it uh to stay connected with others whether it's through social media texting or email but it can have the opposite effect on those closest to you. It can be especially hurtful when it happens on a date. Mm. What is soft launching? Soft launching? Soft launching. Uh, is it coming before my dick's all the way hard? <laughs> soft launching is hinting that you have someone uh, special in your life while keeping the details or even personal identity somewhat ambiguous soft launching can look like posting a picture of joined hands the person silhouetting or the person holding a large coffee mug that covers their face it can also entail having a significant other pop-up on your social media post but only in group photos or settings that make your friends wonder if you're together or not so it's kind of an ambiguous thing. It's like, are you dating somebody or who's yeah. that? You know, and they're saying that's your fault or that's the other people's fault for assuming that. That's your fault because you're you're purposely leading people to believe that you're involved somehow, but right. not really confirmed. But you leave people guessing. Oh, that's a thing. I guess it is. So if you post a picture of you and a girl and you're having fun, like, I mean, how many pictures are there of me and Stephanie together? A thousand? You don't actually see the girl. What do you mean you don't see the girl? Oh, like if I just posted a random picture of her? No, no, no. You you see your hand holding somebody else's hand, but the person is not in the picture. Oh, so then they're wondering uh, who you're with? Exactly. Okay. All right. And, or you see the person, what they were saying, they're holding a coffee cup and all you see is the hand, but the coffee cup is like obscuring oh. their face. All right. So it's like, is this, are you with this person or who are you with? It, it, it creates this curiosity that you're desired or something. Oh. Who's this who, mystery person you're with? Who the fuck does that? At people on social media because people are going to ask questions and now you're popular because people want to know and you're just like ah, desperate need for likes. Exactly. Ugh. That's God. exactly it. 
pathetic. This is all. Yeah, this goes back to what you just said a few minutes ago. This is all social media driven. Mm-hmm. This is I'm living a reality in the yeah, false reality. Exactly. All right. You probably know this term. What is a simp? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, derived from the word simpleton, this popular term began as a way to mock men who pander to women in an effort to sleep with them. Now the term is used much more loosely describing anyone who shows ample affection for someone else. Uh, though use of the term may seem like a harmless joke, experts say it can be damaging to equate to a man's kindness with weakness. So I guess if you show a girl, you know, uh, attention or affection, you're a simp. Okay. Yeah, she's just using you. Like you're taking out to dinners, you're taking her to shows. What are you going to get from that? Because she's got a whole cavalcade of other men who are doing the same thing on the nights you're not doing it. Right. You know, when we when we simp shame, simp shame. Simp shame okay. <laughs> it sends a message to men that caring about uh, the plight of well-being of a woman is not a manly thing to do. See, this is what feminism has done. It's just like chivalry is dead, as, as the old saying goes. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you're a traditional male and you open car doors and you, you know, do kind things for your woman, you're a simp. Yeah. You're fucking pussy. What's yeah, wrong with so you? You're not allowed to be a traditional male anymore. No. Well, you're not supposed to be. Nope. Uh, what is the ick? Uh, it's what Sexy Red was talking about last week on the show. <laughs> the ick is feeling or becoming suddenly and usually irreversibly repulsed by someone you found attractive did you swoon during the dinner date only for the chemistry to vanish once your partner pulled out his Velcro wallet? You got the ick. Okay. Um, so- we're getting we're getting some um, some words here that that is not what simping is. Their definition. All right. Here's the definition. What the article says. Any man who defends, he he put defends later, but any man who defends strong independent feminists in a setting where a man is putting a bitch in her place is a simp. Okay. So that's the white knight guy. All right. That's generally the white knight that, you know, some some dude tells some woman to shut the fuck up and, hey, hey, you know, she has a right to say that. Well, I, I always thought that simp was a guy who basically said, yes, dear. Yes, dear. Whatever a, you say, dear. That's like a pussy. <laughs> well, that's yeah. That's All of this makes my head guy. hurt. Yeah, I know. It's just like, uh, this is, just, you know, in, 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 you know, when we were actively... That probably is true. That's, that's probably true. true. Yeah, because you're, you're cucking. You yeah, know, that's the the bathwater buyers. Yeah, so simp and cuck, in my opinion, are pretty much the same. Hmm. Yeah, agree with that. I agree. <laughs> I think somebody's making reference to somebody who is a staunch listener to this show. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, sometimes the ick points to a deeper issue in a person's experience. It, for instance, if someone has a avoidance attachment style, they mute, may use the ick as an excuse not to get get close to somebody. Okay. Uh, what is a beige flag? So it's not it just, it automatically sounds terrible, but go it, ahead. It, well, it's not a red flag. It's not a green flag. It's sort of like a neutral flag. It's just okay. like go either way. Uh, originally, the term beige flag was meant to help single people identify signs of dating apps that someone might be boring. But the term has since evolved to describing someone harmless as someone's harmless quirks. Does your boyfriend think he's 
he's a Waz influer influencer. What is Waz? W A Z E. No idea. Uh, that's a beige flag. I don't know what that is. He's a Waz influencer. I don't know what that is. Waze or Waz? W A Z E. Um. All that keep coming up is some kind of traffic thing. Okay. Driving directions? No idea. I don't know. Well, I don't know what that is. Let me look, look it up. So a silly TikTok trend, the idea of being an identified constitutes a deal breaker, positive traits or observation that falls somewhere in between as a helpful exercise. Marriage and family uh, therapist, so-and-so previously told USA Today, so... Basically, somebody who's a sort of a boring, average person. They're not too exciting. They're not, they don't stand out. They're just sort of beige. Okay, great. You know, they're bland. It seems like an awful lot of analysis to, it is. to just go out on a fucking date. Jesus. Well, this, is, this is all social media driven. You, yeah, you have to check all the boxes. Does he have beige flags? Is he a simp? Is he a orbiter? Is he a paper clipper? Is he? A, yeah. It's like, oh, well, this is the perfect one I could go out with. Oh, good. Yeah. Checks all the boxes. The cool. Final one. What is paper clipping? I don't know. I'm assuming it's attaching to somebody for no reason or something. I, I, paper clipping is when an ex reaches out intermittently, not because they're interested, but rather to keep you on the back burner as an option. See, I've been. I, I know been, that one. I've been put in that position. Mm -hmm. uh, it's intentional and often used by narcissists, according to a relationship expert. Uh, the dating trend is named after Clippy, the early 2000s annoying Microsoft pop-up that offered the help uh, when you least ex needed it. Remember Clippy? Yeah, 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 I remember it, yeah. I had the eyes look like a paper mm -hmm. clip. Yeah, and then you would type in your question, hey, how yeah. do you bold the text? Exactly. Mm -hmm. The same goes to an ex who may follow up only to disappear again. Paper clipping is problematic because it perpetuates the idea that people are disposable. They are not individuals, but rather things to be objectified. So basically, it's just like, well, if this doesn't work out, at least I have my my fallback yeah you're my you're my safety net you're my fallback mm -hmm. guy so i'm gonna keep you at arm's length while i pursue this other thing but if it doesn't work out you're always gonna be there so yep. mm -hmm. i'll call you when i need you again it's break glass in case of emergency it's like well i'm, I'm pursuing this other interest here but I'm not going to be alone because if this doesn't work out, I always have you. Who wants to get back with their ex? I agree with that. But, but that fuck? does happen, though. That does happen. I know, but why? Ugh. I think so I'd there you go. That's all the modern rules of dating these days. Aren't you glad, aren't you glad you're not out there in the in the quote-unquote the real world? I really am. I'm glad that I am <laughs> hidden away from this That's bullshit. terrible. Just sounds awful. It is. It's awful. Well, I know that the dating apps, just using the apps was awful. I can't even imagine going to this level to figure it out. Jesus, you need a fucking spreadsheet. You do. And you need a thesaurus. You have to mm -hmm. look up all the all the definitions. All the terms and shit. Terms Fuck that. And, uh, is this is this girl paper clipping me? Uh, hmm. Am I being orbited right now? Yeah, no kidding. I didn't even hear the white knight claim. Is that is that already old fashioned white knighting? I, I think that's out of out of the context now. Is that out? Yeah. yeah. Nobody's white knighting anymore. I'm thinking she's breadcrumbing me right now. Ah, that's probably what it was. <laughs> Just terrible. It's stupid. It's like no matter no no wonder everybody needs a emotional support animal. Yeah, exactly. Look at the garbage that's going on out there. <laughs> Good point. True. It's garbage. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, it's been a been a weird show tonight. It's fun though. We we it's been fun. I'm not gonna complain about that. It's just been a weird show. Yeah, it is. So anyway, 
Uh, it's been fun. I appreciate everybody who's tuned in, everybody who's uh, supported the show, everybody who's a member of the locals, who people who threw us a little tip jar action, all that good stuff. So uh, thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for Thanks. tuning in and listening to our goofy nonsense. Yeah, now beat it. Yeah, so this show kind of went all over the map tonight. It was kind of weird. We, uh, sorry, uh, we didn't bring Ronnie Monroe on. I don't know what happened to him. I still don't know. Still haven't yeah. got a text back. He's probably sleeping. Probably. He's probably. 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 Well, now he's for sure sleeping, but. Oh, well, right. whatever. All right. Well, uh, we were talking earlier tonight about uh, the band TNT. Mm -hmm. I guess they were supposed to uh, be on the uh, Monsters of Rock cruise next week, right? Yep. They were supposed to. All right. So they canceled out for whatever reason. Yeah. And uh, I got a request for some TNT to take us out of the show tonight. All right. So we're going to leave you with TNT for Jerry Coggle over here who sent me a, a, a super single or what do, they, what, what do they call that? Extended singles, the seven inch singles. Yeah, seven inch single. Yeah. He sent me a seven inch single of a docking uh, song and it's part of my collection over here. But uh, cool. Anyway, he's a staunch supporter of the show and he wanted to hear uh, TNT seven C's. So okay. we'll, uh, so we'll uh, leave leave you with TNT tonight before we leave. And again, I appreciate everybody who's tuned in and supported the show and all that fun shit. So uh, everybody have a uh, safe and enjoyable weekend, and we're going to get out of here. So this is Neely along with my very good friend. Chris Egan. We're gone. See ya. The internet has changed the game to where you don't need millions of dollars to own your own viable radio or TV station. A good concept and a great streaming platform are all you need. We've got that platform for you. I'll Get Drunk Noise is the best place to stream your very own online radio or TV station. We offer 24-7 scheduling, on-demand options, the ability to go live on your channels, and much, much more. Sell and plug in your own advertisements within your programming as you see fit. Our stations are fully licensed and legal. It's all here for you, so get started today. Just visit www.uncontrollednoise.com and let us know you are ready to broadcast. Uncontrolled Noise, your best place for online radio and television stations.